The following program, the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Accident Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Accident Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AccuNet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's Brian and David Wickert. Welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Brian, the majority owner of AccuNet Mortgage and AccuNet Realty Advisors, along with my son, David, who's our Chief Client Experience Officer and Senior Loan Consultant at AccuNet Mortgage. If you've got a question or a comment, you can call or text us today on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. You can also grab a podcast of today's show or any of our past shows wherever you normally get your podcast. Well, David, we continue our lucky run of mortgage rates falling. Yeah. Uh, they kind of peaked out around seven and a quarter to seven and a half percent there, which was really high uh, back in the second half of October. Compared first. to what? No, but uh, yeah. Compared to where they've been for the last good long time. Yeah. Uh, and so they've been coming down steadily on a stream of good inflation reports. And uh, I think what's become probably the most important economic number that's released every month, you could argue with me on this, but I think it's the no. Consumer Price Index mm-hmm. uh, figure, and that came out, was it last Thursday? Yep. And uh, give us the highlights, David, or whatever you want to say about well, it. Well, so I think the so the consumer price index, you know, it uh, measures both year over year numbers, but then also month over month. And so I think the the one that the market said yay was that uh, it declined by zero point one percent month over month. And what you do is you extrapolate that and be like, well, that's heading in the right direction. Uh, and then year over year, the number still increased by uh, 5.7%. Oh, but a five-handle. Well, that's but that's, good because a, that's a lot lower. I mean, like, we peaked out at a nine-handle uh, earlier. 9% year over yeah. year, yep. And remember, folks, that's why the Federal Reserve has been raising rates and raising rates and raising rates, keeping in mind that they don't control mortgage rates. They only control the overnight rate that uh, banks charge each other. But um, the one consumer rate that the Fed does influence directly, uh, whenever you read, hey, the Fed just raised rates yesterday, that means the prime rate, uh, which is the rate index used for home equity lines of credit and uh, credit cards that currently sits at seven and a half percent and david did you i didn't i hope i'm not surprising you here what are the odds of a quarter oh, point or we can come back to that if you they're, they're that, pretty but. good let me let me mop up my numbers here so yeah. consumer price index increased 6.5 percent but the less food and energy index which is sometimes called core was 5.7 okay, still so core yeah, still uh, you know, an improvement, which is the Fed, some would say, is uh, beating back inflation, which is why rates have come back to earth, because so, it seems uh, we're fixing it. Yeah, so so the Fed, you know, and they're just out, by the way, jawboning as well, uh, talking about, we are going to keep raising rates, and they're going to hold them there for a long time. Yeah, go ahead. 94% odds, they're still at their Feb early February meeting, they're going to die. Turn that dial up another quarter percent. Ninety-four percent odds they'll do. That. All right, so that means the primary is going to go to seven point seven five. I'm going to tell a story later in the show 
about somebody looking to borrow fifty grand. They have their own their home free and clear, and they're saying, "Well, Brian," and their past customer, of course, and friend, and they're saying, um, well, "What should we do?" You know, well, part of my answer is, "Well, that prime rate's probably going to be at eight percent pretty quick." Mm-hmm. You know, probably by March or April. Um, but in terms of where we ended the week, the thirty-year fixed rate at Acunet Mortgage, we could deliver. Uh, this is with 20% down on the median-priced home in the five-county Milwaukee area. Ended the year for 2022. The median price was 300000 And so if you're looking to put 20% down and borrow 240000 Acunet Mortgage could deliver a 5.99% 30-year fixed rate. That's with excellent credit. And on a single-family detached home, not a condo, the APR would be 6.08%, and that's because you'd be paying uh, eight-tenths of a point uh, to get that trophy rate. So that's that's down a lot yeah. uh, from uh, where it was uh, in October. Well, and talk about timing. It's not only that rates have come back 5.99, that sounds so much more attractive than six and a quarter. And a quarter. But, Dad, the timing, okay, rates have come back down, and also now it's the start of the year. Buyers having having sloughed off their Christmas coma coming back into the market. So uh, I'm, I'm going to say it's, it's, it's only the third week of January. Things are getting competitive. Well, and let's talk about that. You know, which way are, are, is the market headed? And uh, so, you know, we're just coming off Christmas card and Christmas letter season. And so one of your mother's former classmates at the University of Eau Claire, you know, in their Christmas letter mentioned that, well, our son and daughter-in-law are in the market to buy their first home. And I think they live in central Wisconsin, but they are holding off and waiting for home prices to come down. Where would they get such an idea? Well, maybe, you know, <laughs> from places like Fox Business News this last week had the headline, uh, U.S. real estate market in, quote, big trouble, expert warns. Or Bloomberg, uh, they had a recent headline, declining rents signal a crash in the housing market. When we come back <sighs> from this first break, I've got a little summary that I worked up this morning of, where is the housing market? According to the National Association of Realtors, Mortgage Bankers Association, and Fannie Mae, they all have gobs of smart people that are thinking about this all the time and putting out opinions. So where do we sit in the supply and demand equation that drives prices and uh, the competitiveness of the market? We'll get to that right after this first break. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Hi, welcome back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. So, where are we in the supply and demand side of things? That's the question because, you know, there are some home shoppers or potential market participants that kind of think, oh, prices are going to come down. That's not our opinion. And it's because our general belief, the way what we experience and what I'm seeing in some of these predictions and numbers, uh, tell me that there is still a lack of supply. So from the National Association of Realtors who put their information together in the middle of December, they're forecasting a 4.78 million uh, number of exist- existing homes will 
change hands in 2023. That's down about a half a million. Uh, the Mortgage Bankers Association is a little less optimistic from their mid-December report. They're predicting about a 700,000 drop in number of sales, down to 4.5 million. Fannie Mae is the most pessimistic, although they are due to update their forecast this coming week. So we'll see next week on what they change. Mm-hmm. But they're way down there at 4 million, or a 1.1 million drop. Uh, in, in raw units, sales yeah. of existing homes. And the whole reason, they all three agree, the reason isn't lack of demand. It's not because people don't want to buy homes. It's because existing homeowners don't want to sell and extinguish, trade in their 3% 30-year fixed rate mortgage for 5.99. Kind of understandable. Yeah. The other side of this equation, David, I don't. I only have a prediction or a forecast from the Mortgage Bankers Association and Fannie Mae. This is on new construction uh, single-family home sales. 616000 is the Mortgage Bankers Association uh, forecast for 2023, and only 565000 from Fannie Mae. That, that is, is not enough. That is way too low. I swear to you, I will go back and find whatever radio show it was years and years ago when you and I analyzed, like, we were, let's call it five years ago, even then we were not building enough new housing units to match one for one, even the new household formation. Correct. And that was before... You know, current sellers might be like, eh, I don't feel like listing my house for sale, right, which further right, right. hurt inventory. So this this kind of imbalance between uh, uh, supply and demand has been going on since before the pandemic. It was yeah. just really lit on fire during the pandemic. And, and the difference being that people could trade up during the pandemic and and use their money from their increased value of the sale of their home to buy a nicer one and yeah. enjoy a really low interest rate. So that's the part that's changed. 30-year fixed rate uh, forecast, by the way, National Association of Realtors predicting 6.3 in the first quarter of 2023 and dropping down to 5.8 by the end of the year. We like the Mortgage Bankers Association forecast the best because it has rates going from 6.2 down to 5.2 by the end of the year for the 30-year fixed. Fannie Mae, on the Mm. other hand, now again, they're they're due to update it, is 6.5% in the first three months of the year down to 6. So the general trend, and, and you know what I was going to do, David, is I was going to look up, because mm, I think it's Fannie Mae uh, surveys consumers, and yeah. they ask one of the questions is, do you think rates are headed up, down, or staying the same? And uh, maybe I'll look that up on the break, because I think it's like a really big percentage think rates are going to be higher. And so hear us loud and clear. Uh, rates are already coming down, and it looks like the trend will continue. Remember, if you're buying the $300,000 property with 20% down, uh, we're delivering a 5.99 30-year fixed rate at low overhead acunate with an APR of 6.08. So ah, things are, I think, better than a lot of the public. Well, to to your point about the Christmas card, it's their uh, home buyers. I wouldn't want a home buyer making their decisions about buying a house based upon the headlines that they're Googling versus calling AccuNet to be like, what is the state of, you know, I'm looking in this market in this price range, because that's going to be a different conversation than what you pull up on Fox Business News like you described.
You're exactly right. The other fundamental difference and the reason why uh, things are different this time around compared to the housing crash of 2008 to 2012, that's when things really went to heck in a handbasket, are the economic fundamentals. And so uh, when we come back, I'll just tell you briefly what those core economic fundamentals are that are so different and that are going to underpin home values uh, going forward into 2023 and beyond. And then I'm going to tell you the story about uh, an, a conversation I had with an agent who was sharing the stats of, hey, one of our agents in our office just listed a house for $350,000. you are not going to believe how many people came through the open house. We'll give you that info when we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on the biggest stick in the state, AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. And let's not forget the younger, taller, more handsome David Wickard, uh, who's with us every Sunday. By the way, uh, you can call or text us on the Old National Bank Talk and Tax Line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. So um, we're talking about why is this housing cycle different uh, than the previous housing cycle where, you know, prices really, really came down. Yes, you over there? Not just some different, very, very lots and lots different. This isn't incrementalism. This is uh, one is black, one is white, and you've got the numbers. To pin it up, and I'm getting these from Lawrence Yoon and the National Association of Realtors from their presentation that they made in mid-December at their 2023 real estate forecast. Uh, something or another that they held in uh, Florida. So the one big element is jobs. So during that last housing cycle, the economy shed 8 million jobs. How many jobs are we shedding now? None. Zero. We're Only adding. at Facebook and, and other tech companies. Yeah, I mean, yes. Are people losing their jobs? Yes. But sure. in, in, in net, we're still Zero. going up at a clip of you know, 200, 230,000 new jobs per month. So that's huge. When people have jobs, they keep making their mortgage payments. They want to buy homes, et cetera. Um, Two other really big things. Check this out. This is the five-year cumulative new home construction before the crash. Leading up to the last crash and five years leading up to that, 7.6 million houses were built. Leading up to this housing cycle, only 4.6 million. Yeah. This goes to the lack of supply. Inventory on the market. Back in that last housing cycle, you had typically 3.8 to 4 million existing homes on the market at any one time. Now we're looking at the tops of 1.2 million nationwide. So it couldn't be any more different, which leads me to, to this uh, story. I was talking to Martha Ford, who leads the Martha Ford team over at First Weber this past week, and she said, you're not going to believe this. One of our agents in her office had a new listing for $350,000 in the city of Waukesha, I believe she said it was, and we asked uh, Libby Collins to guess, how many people do you think came through the open house? We asked Libby and and uh, David to guess. Libby said uh, 37. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you said a couple dozen. Sure. The real answer is 80, not 18, 80. Whew buyers came through this open house they ended up getting six offers and that was all within you know the first weekend of it of it going on the market <sighs> well so, so so here is so my version of that is the market 
will be more patient and last longer than a buyer's hope or perception that the market will come to them. Buyers will have to come to the market. The market is not going to come to them because there's just not enough houses for sale. And while you can sit, you can sit on the sidelines for as long as you want until you capitulate to what reality is. Market capitulation. I was talking to Jerry Sirkatich, one of our co-owners, and he was bringing up his daughter and son-in-law bought uh, last April. This goes to the fact of it comes on where did you start your home search? So they were able to lock in a rate at four and a quarter back in April. They didn't close until June. And, you know, had they, and, and they bought for 425 with 5% down, so a pretty big loan amount. The difference in monthly payment between that four and a quarter and where rates peaked out at seven and a quarter, mm-hmm. 768 bucks a month. That, so if you started when rates were at four and a quarter and didn't get anything, and now you were looking at seven and a quarter, that's a pretty ugly change, and it's going to dissuade you, I think, from moving forward. Now, the great news is that, hey, that was the peak for that hypothetical, you know, delayed buyer. But now at 5.99, which is where their scenario would come in, uh, in today's market, it's down 336 bucks a month from the peak. So if you started shopping yeah. when rates were seven and a quarter, and now we're call, you know, we're having these ongoing conversations, we're saying, hey, great news. You know what? That house you were going to buy at seven and a quarter, it's going to be uh, 336 less per month. That's found money. <laughs> So it really is like a lot of things in life. It's it's about where are you from, and you know what's your perspective. So when we come back after the news, um, I put on my goggles and said, "Hey, let's pretend that we're shopping for a house. I'm you know a home shopper, and I want to buy in that three fifty price range in the city of Waukesha. What is the true state of supply? We'll have that, David. You've got some stories uh, about home buying, home buyers. You've helped this last week. All coming up." right after the news, and now it's time to turn it over to uh, Wyatt, uh, Wyatt uh, Barmore-Pooley. Wyatt Barmore-Pooley in the WTMJ 24-Hour Newsroom. Over to you, Wyatt. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. So we're just talking about the story that I heard from uh, Mark Ford over at First Weber's Lake Country office about a listing by somebody in their in their uh, office there of a $350,000-ish home in the city of Waukesha that had 80 uh, people come through on the uh, open house and then got six offers. Uh, and so hey, I popped on the uh, old MLS t- today and said, well, what if I was one of those shoppers uh, looking in that price range? So I did the price range between 325 and 375, single-family mm-hmm. homes, city of mm-hmm. Waukesha. There are currently 12 active listings. In that price range, five already have offers. Presumably, one of those is the the one that Marcus sure. talks about. So that means seven don't have offers. Of the five with the offers, um, it took a amazingly short amount of time for those to get accepted offers. Um, three got uh, offers in under seven days, and then there was one at 14 days, and the last one 18 days. That's pretty amazing. Uh, of the seven without offers, Three of them are really recent listings on the market, four days or less. So maybe after this weekend, we'll see some of those with accepted offers. I thought there was a really bad outlier at 73 days, but when I looked into it, um, it says in the private remarks, oh, we have a contingent offer, meaning contingent on the sale of the buyer's home. So please write us a backup offer. 
oh. so we can bump the first people. So that's what's going on there. Um, so overall, if you take the number, uh, oh, then the other thing I did is I said, well, how many homes in this price range in the city of Waukesha normally close in February? Why did I pick February and not January, David? Well, because if you right now you're not closing probably still this month, it's going to be next that's month. Right. So, today, right. so this month's inventory is next month's closed homes. Correct. So I took the 12 active listings, divided by the four or five. I looked at two different years, typically only four or five homes close in February in this price range in Waukesha. So it looks like there's maybe a two to three month demand, which is getting better than we were seeing like one month you know, supply. I mean, a two to three month supply. You take the number of listings divided by the number of sales, that gives you the months of supply. So that seems kind of encouraging until you hear the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. Mm-hmm which is that 80 people showed up. So we see, and David, do you, I mean, just say it one more time. How is demand looking to you on the front lines of oh. being a senior loan consultant at Academ? Fierce, because to, to what you've just described, it's a sub-market. It's a sub-market, and then good homes, which, you know, I guess you haven't given me the address of this house that had 80 people walk through it, but my guess is probably looks pretty good. And as home buyers uh, mount up here in the start of the year, good homes are going to have that kind of foot traffic because either, I mean, that price point in particular is very attractive to a lot of first time home buyers or even uh, move down buyers. You know, hey, we just sure. sold our big house and now we just want a smaller house because it's less upkeep. I mean, the demand, the demand's not going away. And so supply remains the issue. I'll say this. So I we also received a referral uh, from a real estate agent uh, of that real estate agent's daughter and son-in-law purchasing their first home in Waukesha County uh, at a price point of three ninety-five. And I was just looking over the offer. So first of all, that's a huge compliment. And if, if anybody yeah. refers their child to yeah. me. Um, that's or a huge accurate. compliment, and yeah. we can take care of them like our own, just like we will, you know, frankly, any any of our clients. But that's always a huge compliment. And interestingly, she said there were six offers, and they were a little bit surprised that they got their offer accepted among the six because they only offered at the asking price. They didn't offer over. Okay. So that's kind of maybe a little bit of a moderation. With, in, in with what market. kind of down payment? Not huge. Um, oh, okay. So it's like, not like they were... uh, not quite ten percent. Okay. Okay. And they they did include the appraisal contingency, which says, "Hey, your house has got to appraise." But if it doesn't, they use the standard Wisconsin language. Now, it said, "If it doesn't appraise at the asking price, uh, we'll give you the power, Mister Seller." to lower the agreed-upon sales price down to the appraised value and force it uh, forward. They did not ask for an inspection contingency. So that is a contingency that we saw waived a lot uh, during the crazy times of 2022, but that seems to be accepted now Mm -hmm. um, more than not. All right, David, when we come back, let's talk about your uh, uh, home shopper that you counseled with this week looking to buy a second home and how you help them think through the details of that transaction. You're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. 
Welcome back to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David. That's Brian. Uh, if you have a question or comment, you can call or text us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Well, and hey, because the green and gold aren't playing today, you've got plenty of time to go look at houses. Yeah. Not that I'm bitter about last week or anything. Mm. But so I was talking to a... Uh, home shopper looking for a second home this past week i i took the inquiry it was a 612 area code which is a minneapolis area code so i thought this might be in the great state of minnesota which acunet is licensed in along with obviously wisconsin also illinois and florida uh so these folks are looking for a second home they have a primary here in milwaukee looking for a second home in what i'm going to call western wisconsin basically like west of madison okay perfectly reasonable price range like let's call it two hundred thousand price point twenty percent down and anytime someone calls wanting to buy a second home i'm going to say they've already decided with their hearts that they want to buy that second home because obviously it costs money to do so and you have to be comfortable that the lifestyle you're going to get with the second home you can afford, but also all the cool things that come with having a second home too. But one of the, uh, I would say the moment when the conversation, when the light bulb went off for this home shopper that I was pre-approving. I think you I, meant it went on. The light bulb went on. The light bulb went on. What did I say? You said anyway, off. Yeah. The light bulb went on was when, so I did a uh, screen sharing as we do all the time because it's, Way better to look at numbers, you know, than talk with about narration. Numbers. Well, right. with look narration, with narration from you, yeah. And, and so, because what the home shopper was, let's call him Joe. What Joe was, I don't think he was struggling with, but what he was observing was, man, the rate on my house here in Milwaukee is like three and a half. And and what I shared with him was, you know what, second home. The rate is gonna not be three and a half. That's the nice way I'll say it. Could be as oh, much right. as double because second home pricing is is what it is. But I pulled up a tab that we have uh, called a blended rate because because I tried I I made it more big picture for him because uh-huh. again they've already decided with their hearts I want to buy this house and this the magic pixie dust that I sprinkled on our conversation was I said let's just consider all of your borrowed money. You're at 3.5% on your house here in Milwaukee. And if I have to give you a rate that's twice that much on the new home, the average of those two, within reason, was like five and a quarter. And that was the aha. Ah, this isn't so bad. It's not so bad. And, And previously in the conversation, you had said, you know, historically, rates, I mean, like, it's perfectly fine. And And so by providing that more global view of all the borrowed money i think gave allowed joe the permission to be like you know what we already okay, we said we want to do this but like also now look big picture it's not so ugly maybe to Correct. decide so he to just move forward he just had a little hesitation because he was the, the the interest rate was repugnant then did you happen to frame this in terms of well this isn't the last time you know this isn't your final kick at the mortgage rate can well exactly and so because refinancing in Wisconsin is a very reasonable cost, uh, you know, there's no uh, transfer, transfer county tax, tax yeah. state tax like there are in other states, for example. What I what I asked him, and I've I've said this to many clients, which was, so you got three and a half on your house here in Milwaukee right now. 
I bet that wasn't the rate that you started at oh, when you oh. first bought your house. Right. And I mean, we started the rate was seven. Yeah. Well, exactly. And and nine times out of nine, that's the that's usually the story. Uh, be, and to think more long term then about the money because you have to buy the house now in order to be able to refinance it should and when rates come back down, which will then just continue to make his you know global his, cost. his yeah. global cost of borrowed money even lower. Yep, and you know a lot of times uh, things are emotional when it comes to home buying, you yeah. know, and so what what we can do is is help provide some factual backup uh, to help you, you know, get to where you want to go. Funny enough, just I know we got to go to a break. I was talking to another customer about buying a second home and they qualify. But one of our conversation points was when you stop working and you have this salary to, you know, offset the payment on your new second home, will you be comfortable you know, with two mortgage payments. That was an eye-opening exercise as well, both about time and the borrowed money. You know, we try to be consultative, uh, not just now, but in, you know, time to come going forward, too. Right, future world. All right, well, when we come back, um, I've got an interesting observation. We have different buckets of special money. Uh, We've been advertising uh, uh, 5.75 uh, for first-time home buyers with incomes up to $127,000 in southeastern Wisconsin, that's one bucket of special money. We also have some nice pricing on smaller loan amounts, and I'll tell you that story about a past client looking to borrow money to remodel. Um, and we'll tell you that when you come back. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on Wisconsin's radio station, AM620, WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right. And uh, you're back with also David Wickert. And uh, so I got an email here over the weekend from past clients, multiple-time past clients. And the great thing is we've also, now that I'm thinking about it, done loans for their kids. Mm. And uh, one of them, their kids, is going to have twins pretty soon. And so mom and dad here... Uh, who I think are in their 60s, they want to remodel their basement, make some more living space, kind of help get ready for, you know, these twins to arrive. And yeah, they're yeah. not living together, but just when they, when they come over, maybe they they got to rearrange something. So, hey, Brian, can we paid off our mortgage that you gave us. Uh, and so now we have this free and clear house, and we used to have a home equity line of credit with a certain bank, but they're kind of a pain in the butt. You know, can you give us a lead? Where should we go to borrow fifty grand, fifty or sixty grand? <clears throat> and I thought, oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm, let's see what we can do here at Acunet. Let's just not, you know, hand yeah. them off to some bank for a home equity line. So my response was along these lines, pointing out that. Hey, if you go, I can hook you up with somebody to give you a home equity line of credit, but the problem is that's going to be based on the prime rate. The prime rate's currently at 7.5%. And the Fed's probably going to raise rates, which are directly correlated with that prime rate, another half at least, yes. maybe a full point. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you do the home equity line of credit route, you're looking at an eighth to 8.5%. Oh, a couple other nuggets. Of course, we want the lowest interest rate. It was part of this in the email. And uh, we're probably going to pay it off in five years. Okay, those are the two other nuggets. Okay. So it turns out that one of the special buckets of money that Acunet has access to is 30-year fixed rate. We've got investors who are 
giving a special pricing on lower loan amounts. So yeah. I, I emailed her back and I said, you know, if you want to borrow $60,000, um, I can give you a 30-year fixed rate. And if we get an appraisal waiver, which we probably will because it's a tiny amount, a tiny loan amount versus the equity they have in their house. Yeah, exactly. I can give you a total loan cost of $293. Wow. So I'm waiting to hear back from her. I just wrote that email while I was getting ready for the show. Um, so that was a surprise. And, oh, and by the way, oh, the payment to borrow uh, sixty grand would be $379 a month. So a very affordable. And then you don't have any interest rate risk at all, and it's locked in at a substantially lower rate than if you'd go with a home equity line of credit. Oh, yesterday. but Brian, I don't want to start over at 30 years, no, but see, that's... That's not the, the point. Thing, the beautiful yeah. thing, what she's saying is we're going to pay this off in five years anyway. Exactly. Thus, the need to keep, in my opinion, the closing costs low, right? We don't want to have you paying $2,000 of Oh, right. You'll cost. never recoup. Well, right. the, the um, uh, what I'll be curious when you report back on this story next week, next week is if we have you on the mortgage operating table and you have this project in mind, do you foresee other projects or expenses down the road? Is it not just the basement, but also, you know what? These twins are going to be hanging out, out at our house all the darn time. We should also update, you know, this bathroom and, sure. you know, right. the backyard or whatever so that you don't, you don't want to, you know, get, have us get you stitched up and then six then months later, later be like, ah, shoot. Know. Yeah, I wish I would have borrowed another twenty grand. Hey, back on your on your second home story, a uh, couple of things. I had gotten a had a conversation actually with a uh, past client who said, you know, we just dropped twenty five thousand dollars on a really nice vacation for our family, you know, down in Mexico. I think it was. Okay, and so we're thinking, you know what? Over the next ten years, that's a quarter of a million dollars. And so, wouldn't we be better off buying a second home? Maybe in Florida. Yeah. What is the definition of better off? That, oh, well, that would be my follow-up. All right. And, and so interestingly, I said, you know, the economics are probably not good for that. And sure enough, I just did a what-if here during our last break. If they were to buy a $500,000 home with uh, 30% down, you know, the monthly carrying cost on that thing is going to be about $2,700, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, not to mention probably a HOA fee or who, yeah. who knows what, plus you got to finance it. Well, that comes, just the principal, interest, taxes, and insurance comes to thirty-three grand a year. So, you know, well, okay, yeah. But no one ever out, bought a second home for the economics. Exactly. But one way, this is what I wanted to point out as well, especially if you're buying in a market like Florida, if you want to, and your loan amount is saleable to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, uh, it is permissible to rent out your second home. That used to sure. be taboo. Right, right. Uh, but now it's perfectly permissible. The definition of second home now is simply that you occupy it part of the year. Hey, I'm looking at the clock. It's time to say goodbye, isn't it? Did you say 5830? Yeah. Okay, 30 seconds. Oof, I thought I was going to have to like hang up on our audience. <laughs> so... <laughs> the the bottom line theme of today's show, in case you didn't catch the first half, is that mortgage rates are lower than you think. You know, we're talking 5.99 with an APR of 6.06 .06 at low overhead acunet. They are way down from their peaks. Uh, on the other hand, there's not enough supply. 
and there's still high demand. So you need to put your best foot forward when you're out there writing offers. We'd love to help you do that. All you got to do is click on the blue button at Acunet.com. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And let's not forget the younger, taller, more handsome David Wickard, uh, who's with us every Sunday. By the way, uh, you can call or text us on the Old National Bank Talk and Tax Line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. So um, we're talking about why is this housing cycle different uh, than the previous housing cycle where you know prices really, really came down? Yes, you over there? Not just some different very very lots and lots different it, this isn't incrementalism this is uh, one is black one is white and you've got the numbers to pin it up and i'm getting these from lawrence yoon and the national association of realtors from their presentation that they made in mid-december at their 2023 real estate forecast uh something or another that they held in uh florida so the one big element is jobs so during that last housing cycle, the economy shed 8 million jobs. How many jobs are we shedding now? None. Zero. We're Only adding... at Facebook and, and other tech companies. Yeah, I mean, yes. Are people losing their jobs? Yes. But sure. in, in, in net, we're still Zero. going up at a clip of you know, 200, 230,000 new jobs per month. So that's huge. When people have jobs, they keep making their mortgage payments. They want to buy homes, etc. Yeah. Um, Two other really big things. Check this out. This is the five-year cumulative new home construction before the crash. Leading up to the last crash and five years leading up to that, 7.6 million houses were built. Leading up to this housing cycle, only 4.6 million. Yeah. This goes to the lack of supply. Inventory on the market. Back in that last housing cycle, you had typically 3.8 to 4 million existing homes on the market at any one time. Now we're looking at the tops of 1.2 million nationwide. So it couldn't be any more different, which leads me to to this uh, story. I was talking to Martha Ford, who leads the Martha Ford team over at First Weber this past week, and she said, you're not going to believe this. One of our agents in her office had a new listing for $350,000 in the city of Waukesha, I believe she said it was. And we asked uh, Libby Collins to guess how many people do you think came through the open house? We asked Libby and and uh, David to guess. Libby said uh, 30. 37. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you said a couple dozen. Sure. The real answer is 80, not 18, 80. Whew. Buyers came through this open house. They ended up getting six offers, and that was all within, you know, the first weekend of it of it going on the market (sighs) well so so here is so my version of that is the market will be more patient and last longer than a buyer's hope or perception that the market will come to them buyers will have to come to the market the market is not going to come to them because there's just not enough houses for sale, and That's the while you can sit, you can sit on the sidelines for as long as you want until you capitulate. 
to what reality is. Market capitulation. I was talking to Jerry Sirkatich, one of our co-owners, and he was bringing up his daughter and son-in-law bought uh, last April. This goes to the fact of it comes on where did you start your home search? So they were able to lock in a rate at four and a quarter back in April. They didn't close until June. And, you know, had they, and, and they bought for 425 with 5% down, so a pretty big loan amount. The difference in monthly payment between that four and a quarter and where rates peaked out at seven and a quarter, mm-hmm. 768 bucks a month. That, so if you started when rates were at four and a quarter and didn't get anything, and now you were looking at seven and a quarter, that's a pretty ugly change, and it's going to dissuade you, I think, from moving forward. Now, the great news is that, hey, that was the peak for that hypothetical, you know, delayed buyer. But now at 5.99, which is where their scenario would come in, uh, in today's market, it's down 336 bucks a month from the peak. So if you started shopping yeah. when rates were seven and a quarter, and now we're calling, you know, we're having these ongoing conversations. We're saying, hey, great news. You know what? That house you were going to buy at seven and a quarter, huh, it's going to be uh, 336 less per month. That's found money. <laughs> So it really is like a lot of things in life. It's it's about where are you from, and you know what's your perspective. So when we come back after the news, um, I put on my goggles and said, "Hey, let's pretend that we're shopping for a house. I'm you know a home shopper, and I want to buy in that three fifty price range in the city of Waukesha. What is the true state of supply? We'll have that, David. You've got some stories uh, about home buying, home buyers. You've helped this last week. All coming up." right after the news, and now it's time to turn it over to uh, Wyatt, uh, Wyatt uh, Barmore-Pooley. Wyatt Barmore-Pooley in the WTMJ 24-Hour Newsroom. Over to you, Wyatt. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. So we're just talking about the story that I heard from uh, Mark Ford over at First Weber's Lake Country office about a listing by somebody in their in their uh, office there of a $350,000-ish home in the city of Waukesha that had 80 uh, people come through on the uh, open house and then got six offers. Um, and so hey, I popped on the uh, old MLS t- today and said, well, what if I was one of those shoppers uh, looking in that price range? So I did the price range between 325 and 375, single-family mm-hmm. homes, city of mm-hmm. Waukesha. There are currently 12 active listings. In that price range, five already have offers. Presumably, one of those is the the one that Mark sure. is about. So that means seven don't have offers. Of the five with the offers, um, it took a amazingly short amount of time for those to get accepted offers. Um, three got uh, offers in under seven days, and then there was one at 14 days and the last one 18 days. That's pretty amazing. Uh, of the seven without offers, Three of them are really recent listings on the market, four days or less. So maybe after this weekend, we'll see some of those with accepted offers. I thought there was a really bad outlier at 73 days, but when I looked into it, um, it says in the private remarks, oh, we have a contingent offer, meaning contingent on the sale of the buyer's home. So please write us a backup offer so we can bump the first people. So that's what's going on there. Um, so overall, if you take the number, uh, oh, then the other thing I did is I said, well, how many homes in this price range in the city of Waukesha normally close in February? Why did I pick February and not January, David? Well, because if you right now, you're not closing probably still this month. It's going to be next yeah, month. Right. So, today, right. so this month's inventory is next month's closed homes. 
Correct. So I took the 12 active listings divided by the four or five. I looked at two different years, typically only four or five homes closed in February in this price range in Waukesha. So it looks like there's maybe a two to three month demand, which is getting better than we were seeing like one month you know, supply, I mean, a two to three months supply. You take mm-hmm. the number of listings divided by the number of sales, that gives you the months of supply. So that seems kind of encouraging until you hear the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say, mm-hmm. which is that 80 people showed up. So we see, and David, do you, I mean, just say it one more time. How is demand looking to you on the front lines of oh. being a senior loan consultant at Academ? Fierce, because to, to what you've just described, it's a sub-market. It's a submarket, and then good homes, which you know, I guess you haven't given me the address of this house that had eighty people walk through it. But my guess is probably looks pretty good. And as home buyers uh, mount up here in the start of the year, good homes are going to have that kind of foot traffic because either I mean that price point in particular is very attractive to a lot of first time home buyers, or even. Uh, move down buyers you know hey we just sold our big house and now we just want a smaller house because it's less upkeep i mean the demand the demand's not going away and so supply remains the issue i'll say this so i we also received a referral uh from a real estate agent uh, of that real estate agent's daughter and son-in-law purchasing their first home in waukesha county uh, at a price point of 395 and I was just looking over the offer. So first of all, that's a huge compliment. And if, if anybody yeah. refers their child to yeah. me, um, that's or a huge accident. compliment. And yeah. we're going to take care of them like our own, just like we will, you know, frankly, any any of our clients. But that's always a huge compliment. And interestingly, she said there were six offers. And they were a little bit surprised that they got their offer accepted among the six because they only offered at the asking price. They didn't offer her over. Okay. So that's kind of maybe a little bit of a moderation. With, in, in with what market. kind of down payment? Not huge. Um, oh, okay. So it's but, not like they... Uh, not quite 10%. Okay. Okay. And they they did include the appraisal contingency, which says, hey, your house has got to appraise, but if it doesn't, they use the standard Wisconsin language now. It said, if it doesn't appraise at the asking price, uh, we'll give you the power, Mr. Seller, to lower the agreed-upon sales price down to the appraised value and force it uh, forward. They did not ask for an inspection contingency. So that is a contingency that we saw waived a lot uh, during the crazy times of 2022, but that seems to be accepted now. Mm-hmm. Um more than not. All right, David, when we come back, let's talk about your uh, uh, home shopper that you counseled with this week, looking to buy a second home and how you help them think through the details of that transaction. You're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David. That's Brian. Uh, If you have a question or comment, you can call or text us on the old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Well, and hey, because the green and gold aren't playing today, you've got plenty of time to go look at houses. Not that I'm bitter about last week or anything. Mm. But so I was talking to a uh, 
home shopper looking for a second home this past week. I, I took the inquiry. It was a 612 area code, which is a mm-hmm. Minneapolis area code. So I thought this might be in the great state of Minnesota, which Acunet is licensed in, along with, obviously, Wisconsin, also Illinois, and Florida. Uh, so these folks are looking for a second home. They have a primary here in Milwaukee looking for a second home in what I'm going to call western Wisconsin, basically like west of Madison. Okay. Perfectly reasonable price range, like let's call it 200000 price point, 20% down. And anytime someone calls wanting to buy a second home, I'm going to say they've already decided with their hearts that they want to buy that second home because obviously it costs money to do so and you have to be comfortable that the lifestyle you're going to get with the second home you can afford, but also all the cool things that come with having a second home too. But one of the, uh, I would say the moment when the conversation, when the light bulb went off for this home shopper that I was pre-approving. I think you meant it went on. The light bulb went on. The light bulb went on. What did I say? You said anyway, Yeah. The light bulb went on was when, so I did uh, screen sharing as we do all the time because it's way better to look at numbers, you know, than talk with about narration. numbers. Well, right. with look narration. Well, with narration from you. Yeah. And, and so because what the home shopper was, let's call him Joe, what Joe was I don't think he was struggling with, but what he was observing was, man, the rate on my house here in Milwaukee is like three and a half. And and what I shared with him was, you know what, second home, the rate is going to not be three and a half. That's the nice way I'll say it. could be as All much right. as double because second home pricing is is what it is. But I pulled up a tab that we have. Uh, called a blended rate because because I tried I I made it more big picture for him because uh-huh. again they've already decided with their hearts I want to buy this house and this the magic pixie dust that I sprinkled on our conversation was I said let's just consider all of your borrowed money you're at three and a half percent on your house here in Milwaukee and if I have to give you a rate that's twice that much on the new home the average of those two within reason was like five and a quarter and that was the aha ah this isn't so bad it's not so bad and and previously in the conversation you had said you know historically rates i mean like it's perfectly fine and and so by providing that more global view of all the borrowed money i think gave allowed joe the permission to be like you know what we already we said we want to do this but like also now look big picture it's not so ugly, maybe, to Correct. decide so he to just, move forward. He just had a little hesitation because he was, the, the, the interest rate was repugnant. Then did you happen to frame this in terms of, well, this isn't the last time, you know, this isn't your final kick at the mortgage rate can? Well, exactly. And so because refinancing in Wisconsin is a very reasonable cost, uh, you know, there's no uh, transfer, transfer county tax, tax state yeah. tax like there are in other states, for example. What I what I asked him, and I've I've said this to many clients, which was, so you got three and a half on your house here in Milwaukee right now. I bet that wasn't the rate that you started at oh, when you oh, first bought your house. Right. Yeah. And when we started. The rate was seven. Yeah. Well, exactly. And and nine times out of nine, that's the that's usually the story. Uh, be, and to think more long term then about the money because you have 
to buy the house now in order to be able to refinance it should and when rates come back down, which will then just continue to make his, you know, global his, his yeah. global cost of borrowed money even lower. Yep, and you know, a lot of times uh, things are emotional when it comes to home buying, you yep. know, and so what what we can do is is help provide some factual backup uh, to help you, you know, get to where you want to go. Funny enough, just I know we got to go to a break. I was talking to another customer about buying a second home. And they qualify, but one of our conversation points was when you stop working and you have this salary to, you know, offset the payment on your new second home, will you be comfortable, you know, with two mortgage payments? That was an eye opening exercise as well, both about time and the borrowed money. You know, we try to be consultative, uh, not just now, but in, you know, time to come going forward, too. Right, future world. All right, well, when we come back, um, I've got an interesting observation. We have different buckets of special money. Uh, we've been advertising uh, uh, 5.75 uh, for first-time home buyers with incomes up to $127,000 in southeastern Wisconsin. That's one bucket of special money. We also have some nice pricing on smaller loan amounts, and I'll tell you that story about a past client looking to borrow money to remodel. Um and we'll tell you that when you come back. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on Wisconsin's radio station, AM620, WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. All right. And uh, you're back with also David Wickard. And uh, so I got an email here over the weekend from past clients, multiple-time past clients, and the great thing is we've also, now that I'm thinking about it, done loans for their kids. Mm. And uh, one of them, their kids, is going to have twins pretty soon. And so mom and dad here, uh, who I think are in their 60s, they want to remodel their basement, make some more living space, kind of help get ready for... You know these twins to arrive, and yeah, they're yeah. not living together, but just when they, when they come over, maybe they they got to rearrange something. So, hey, Brian, can we paid off our mortgage that you gave us, uh, and so now we have this free and clear house, and we used to have a home equity line of credit with a certain bank, but they're kind of a pain in the butt. You know, can you give us a lead? Where should we go to borrow fifty grand, fifty or sixty grand? <clears throat> and I thought, well, okay, well, you know what? Let's see what we can do here at Acunet. Let's just not, you know hand yeah. them off to some bank for home equity line. So my response was along these lines, pointing out that, hey, if you go, I can hook you up with somebody to give you a home equity line of credit, but the problem is that's going to be based on the prime rate. The prime rate's currently at 7.5%, and the Fed's probably going to raise rates, which are directly correlated with that prime rate, another half at least, yes. maybe a full point. Yeah. So you know, if, if you do the home equity line of credit route, you're looking at an eighth to 8.5%. Oh, a couple other nuggets. Of course, we want the lowest interest rate. It was part of this in the email. And uh, we're probably going to pay it off in five years. Okay, those are the two other nuggets. Okay. So it turns out that one of the special buckets of money that Acunet has access to is 30-year fixed rate. We've got investors who are giving us special pricing on lower loan amounts. So yeah. I, I emailed her back and I said, you know, if you want to borrow $60,000, um, I can give you a 30-year fixed rate, and 
if we get an appraisal waiver, which we probably will because it's a tiny amount, a tiny loan amount versus the equity they have in their house. Yeah, exactly. I can give you a total loan cost of $293. Wow. So I'm waiting to hear back from her. I just wrote that email while I was getting ready for the show. Um, so that was a surprise. And, oh, and by the way, oh, the payment to borrow uh, sixty grand would be $379 a month. So a very affordable. And then you don't have any interest rate risk at all, and it's locked in at a substantially lower rate than if you'd go with a home equity line of credit. Oh, but Brian, I don't want to start over at 30 years, but that's that's not the the point. The beautiful thing, what she's saying is, we're going to pay this off in five years anyway. Exactly. Thus, the need to keep, in my opinion, the closing costs low, right? We don't want to have you paying $2,000 of... Oh, you'll never recoup. Well... The, the um, uh, what I'll be curious when you report back on this story next week, next week is if we have you on the mortgage operating table and you have this project in mind, do you foresee other projects or expenses down the road? Is it not just the basement, but also, you know what? These twins are going to be hanging out, out at our house all the darn time. We should also update, you know, this bathroom and, sure. you know, right. the backyard or whatever you know, so that you don't, you don't want to, you know, get, have us get you stitched up and then six and months later, later be like, ah, it, shoot. Know. Yeah. I wish I would have borrowed another twenty grand. Hey, back on your on your second home story, a uh, couple of things. I had gotten a had a conversation actually with a uh, past client who said, you know, we just dropped twenty five thousand dollars on a really nice vacation for our family, you know, down in Mexico. I think it was. Okay. And so we're thinking, you know what? Over the next ten years, that's a quarter of a million dollars. And so, wouldn't we be better off buying a second home? Maybe in Florida. Yeah. What is the definition of better off? That, oh, well, that would be my follow-up. All right. And, and so interestingly, I said, you know, the economics are probably not good for that. And sure enough, I just did a what if here during our last break. If they were to buy a $500,000 home with uh, 30% down, you know, the monthly carrying cost on that thing is going to be about $2,700, principal interest taxes and insurance, not to mention probably a HOA fee or who, yeah. who knows what, plus you got to finance it. Well, that comes, just the principal interest taxes and insurance comes to thirty three grand a year. So, you know, well, okay, yeah. But no one ever out, bought a second home for the economics. Oh, exactly. But one way, this is what I wanted to point out as well, especially if you're buying in a market like Florida, if you want to, and your loan amount is saleable to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, uh, it is permissible to rent out your second home. That used to be taboo. Right, right. uh, But now it's perfectly permissible. The definition of second home now is simply that you occupy it part of the year. Hey, I'm looking at the clock. It's time to say goodbye, isn't it? Did you say 5830? Yeah. Okay, 30 seconds. I thought I was going to have to, like, hang up on our audience. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> the the bottom line theme of today's show, in case you didn't catch the first half, is that mortgage rates are lower than you think. You know, we're talking 5.99 with an APR of 6.06 at low overhead acunate. They are way down from their peaks. Uh, on the other hand, there's not enough supply, and there's still high demand. So you need to put your best foot forward when you're out there writing offers. We'd love to help you do that. All you got to do is click on the blue button at Acunet.com. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ.
The Accident Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Accident Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Accident Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands.